the difference between uh, an edited photo and a raw photo are completely different. Um, so you want to, you know, when you're trying to perceive um, <clears throat> a specific message or image of something to someone, you want it to be the best that it can possibly be. So I'm very strict on myself and what kind of um, images or product we supply or produce needs to be of, you know, high quality. Welcome to What Are We Talking About? A podcast produced by Water Online. Hosts Jim Laurier of Maisie Injector Company and Adam Tank of Transcend Water, a dynamic boomer millennial combo, will help you demystify how to build a better brand for your business, keep current and prospective customers engaged with your company, and ultimately grow your sales. They interview some of the most interesting and unique water professionals who have used the art of storytelling to move the needle for themselves and for their organizations. All right, today's episode, we have Zach McFarland out of New Zealand, our first New Zealander. Hell, even our, anyone from that region for that matter, really a first. So Zach, we're really, really excited to have you on. I got to know you because you ran a design in our software. And I looked you up and I thought, man, this is a really interesting guy. He's definitely got a story to tell. So wanted to have you on the show. Appreciate you joining. Yeah, Zach. And I got to know you through Adam and then uh, we connected on LinkedIn and, uh, you know, just interesting background. So, you know, let's start there. I mean, one of the things that we found out about you doing our prep call was that you're a fourth generation water engineer and the companies that you work with are, were started by your great grandfather and then your grandfather and your father. So how does it feel to follow in the footsteps being the fourth generation water engineer? Um, it's, uh, it's fun. <laughs> um, big shoes to fill. Um, <clears throat> a lot of historical work throughout our family. So if I know if I ever get myself in trouble, I've always got a few people to call. <laughs> so no, it's good. Yeah, great. So why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, Clemens uh, Water Engineering and then um, your uh, residential portion, the pure hydration that we see in the background there. Yeah, sure. Um, Clemens Water Engineering is um, specifically for commercial and industrial water treatment design and installation, um, servicing and monitoring. Um, so we do everything from dairy water treatment, so bore water, pool, uh, large-scale pool installations, um, municipal um, wastewater treatment, um, any sort of feed water for food production uh, and beverage. Um, so we cover a large variety of different um, sectors, but predominantly most of our work that we do is actually done in the dairy and food and beverage industry or Clemens. Um, and then pure hydration uh, is specifically focused on the end user, um, so your retail customer. So yourself and I, we would have a water filter in our kitchen or something for the whole house. Uh, so that's a different market entirely to sure. the industrial people. Um, so pure hydration solely focuses on underbench water purification or whole house softening or purification. So it's basically purify. residential, what we call residential here in the States. Zach, one of the things we I came across when I was doing my diligence on who you were 
was that you earlier in your career had a life as a model. <laughs> and of course, that was one of the big reasons we wanted to have you on is because, as you know, we don't actually want to talk about water on the show. We want to talk about creating a brand and becoming appealing to a mass market. So I think our next sort of series of conversations are going to be around that. But just sort of briefly tell us the sort of second life, if you will, you had as a model. And we'll get in, get into some of the depth. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, I really like clothes. Um, <clears throat> a few, well, more than a few years ago, five, six years ago, um, I started doing modeling work in New Zealand. Um, and then fast go out New Zealand where I was traveling all throughout the world, um, doing multiple different fashion weeks, what's called the European and Australian uh, American fashion week cycle. Uh, each fashion week kind of follows on from the next. Uh, so what that means is essentially if I'm in America, <clears throat> I'll do New York fashion week and I'll jump over to Tokyo uh, and then to Egypt then through to Germany, Paris, um, Switzerland, Milan, so that's Italy, and then it goes around again and again. So I did that <clears throat> for a year and a bit. Um, so massive exposure, working with hundreds of different brands, um, not specifically just clothing as well. It could be fragrances, it could be shoes, could be cars, could be food, um, whatever it is that they need a visual model or life person for. So lots of uh, cool, unique relationships and networks created with that. <clears throat> yeah, I, I I joke about this, you know, I, I that's why I love working with Adam. So this morning I gave a presentation, talked about computational fluid dynamic modeling, and now we're talking about fashion modeling. So, <laughs> so 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 you know, somehow, some way we try and weave that in. But 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 seriously, um Zach, we, we talked a little bit about um the idea of aesthetic design, right? When it comes to yeah. Uh, fashion modeling and and ha how you took some of that ideas and how you've applied it to your uh, water engineering um, experience. Yeah, most definitely. Um, there's, you know, the visual aspect, I suppose, which is more appealing to my eyes and what I would perceive to be appealing to everyone else's as well when something looks neat and tidy, well presented. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's the difference between a, an edited photo and a raw photo are completely different. Um, so you want to, you know, when you're trying to perceive um, <clears throat> a specific message or image of something to someone, you want it to be the best that it can possibly be. So I'm very strict on myself and what kind of, um, images or product we supply or produce needs to be of, you know, high quality. <clears throat> Zach, one of the things that you mentioned was you have a very specific way that you like to install water and wastewater treatment equipment, at least in terms of how it looks when it's in the facility, the way you might take a picture what recommendations and advice can you give to people who sell into this industry to make their their product or service more appealing? Um, the way that I like to install, well, and it will, it will go for a lot of other people as well, but, you know, tidy is, tidy is neat, neat is beautiful, um, and it's, again, visually appealing to someone. If you're just throwing a whole bunch of equipment in a warehouse or underground bunk or whatever it is that it's going, um, <clears throat> You know, you've got, you know, size uh, and room constraints, but 
if you've got room, you know, making everything parallel, everything straight, everything line, making it look, you know, it's a work of art. You've got to treat it like that. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, so I like, I like things that look good. Um, <clears throat> that goes for if it's clean or not, but <clears throat> you know, it's, it's more, um, uh, what would the word be approachable? Uh, if something's tidy, um, you know, you, you're not just seeing that, okay, you can do something and it works, but it actually looks, you know, like top stuff. So it, it, it again applies to, you know, comfort when someone wants to do a job with you just because something doesn't look amazing, but you want it to. Right. And then presenting those, those designs to customers, um, yeah. You talked a little bit about that. Why don't you tell us your idea about, you know, how and get that out to uh, potential customers, clients um, with, with that, showing them that design, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> for us specifically, uh, I'm going to focus on um, or either whatever marketplace that you're targeting has its own audience age range or um you know what they do so for example if you're targeting an age range of between you know 18 to 25 mid 30s you know you've got a specific platform that you can target that um that audience with so that could be instagram or facebook or twitter um if you're targeting a more <clears throat> professional um and managerial uh, demographic you're probably looking at linkedin um or potentially youtube or whatever other platform so we keep in mind what it is we're trying to show um, who are we trying to target and what are the end results that we want from that? So taking into account, <clears throat> let's say, the age range of, let's say, 24 to 35 or even 40s, if we want to kind of show off a new site that we've prepared um, and installed and is now commissioned, we want to, you know, we can or have actually created, you know, like a follow me journey where you're actually explaining what the system is, how it works, um, what does what, <clears throat> kind of just taking them on a bit of a journey through the site um, and explaining a bit more in depth than what an image could just produce or just, you know, a few lines of an expression of what it does um, because to a lot of people it might go way over their head or um, industry terms might not be understand, uh, might not be understood correctly. So actually talking about it in your own words and taking them along is uh, actually a lot more appealing. How would you recommend someone that's, well, I would always joke, we pick on pump guys. So I'm selling a pump into the, into the industrial water treatment market. Where would you recommend I start on, on bringing someone along on my customer journey? Should I bring my cell phone with me and start filming video? Should I start posting Instagram posts? Like what's going to be effective? Um, again, it depends where the pump is, who you're trying to sell it to. So let's say you've <clears throat> got um, pumps for a wastewater treatment plant. Um, they're big, they're ugly, <laughs> um, and they're noisy. Um, so chucking images of that on Instagram isn't really going to do much for you. Um, but, you know, you've, you've only got your limited resources. Of, you know, you're not expecting you to buy a $5,000 camera and a TV set and just go down there and, that's not really what it's about. Um, you know, an iPhone or whatever phone that you have is, is good. Um, and just, again, talking through what the pump actually does 
you know, why is it so loud? Why is it so big? Why is it dirty? Um, why does it look brand new? Um, what, where does the water come from? Where does it go? Why is it pushing that amount of water at, you know, X amount of litres per second? You know, giving some information in about what it's for is more, uh, I would say is better than just a photo on just some random Instagram or Twitter. You know, a bit of a video is always more complimentary. <clears throat> and like you said, I mean, it's about your audience, right? So for you, you've got Clemens Water Engineering that's doing dairies and industrial applications. And then you've got the residential. And obviously, they're two different, completely different audiences. Why don't you go down that path where, where one, you know, you'd focus on one versus focus on another audience? Yeah. Okay. So with pure hydration and our residential market, um, <clears throat> Everything, everything's at a more retail level. People want to see what the product is that they're buying. They want to know how it works. Um, <clears throat> they want to know where it's installed, um, what it, you know, what the functionalities are of this um, of this product. Um, and people at the, the more retail kind of level buy on impulse, but also buy more on judgment of what their friend or their neighbour has or their boss has. Um, so actually being able to sell to those unique points is is actually more visual. So if you're able to take a photo of an underbench water filter system that does X, Y, Z, you can capture that in a picture and write a little bit about it, maybe even a little video. Um, you're being quite direct to that audience and to that market. <clears throat> um, saying that it would not work very well if you're taking a photo of a, you know, a 6.1 ton tank um, and you're taking some photos of it and this is what it does and why and you chuck that on Instagram people are going to go looks cool but you know <laughs> well what does it do what's it for I don't understand and you know doesn't you know produce anything for you um, and saying that it can produce a little bit of credibility as well seeing that you're working on larger jobs or smaller scale jobs but you don't want to be too um, <clears throat> all over the place with what you're doing if you've got multiple different brands that are specific to different marketplaces having different profiles set to them it would be better and separating them quite clearly um so again for the retail market of the residential audience they're very visual um they're very visually um stimulated people um you know you would buy um a car because it looks nice it works well or would you want to buy uh, a a beaten up car that secondhand has scratch marks all over it you would you know you would go for the the brand new version it's clean it's nice we're visually stimulated by showing off essentially so if you can capture that um you know that's it's good you're listening to the water we talking about podcast we'll be right back after this short break this podcast is produced by Water Online, the leading web-based community for water and wastewater professionals. Showcasing the knowledge and authority of industry thought leaders, Water Online provides actionable content from vendors you can trust. And now, back to today's podcast. As we got to know you, one of the terms you used was lookbook. Which in the modeling industry is a common term, right? You, you, someone is looking for a particular model for a, a job, and they're flipping through hundreds of pages of faces, etc. When you mention yeah. lookbook in water, what are you referring to? What 
what does that mean? How can we put one together? Why should we put one together? Um, I'll use the, uh, another word, portfolio, um, but I suppose that means the exact same thing. Essentially, it's it's a, a binder or a, or a folder of um, projects that you have completed successfully or manifolds that you've done, valves that you use, full-blown systems, all categorized, um, all categorized and shown for people to, you know, look at visually and see all the different work that you do to, one, show the scale of work that you can do, the variety of different work you can do. Um, again, if you've got really good images of installations and systems that are, you know, installed beautifully, that's going to also account for um, really good workmanship uh, and quality of service. Um, you know, so <clears throat> showing all the different aspects of things that you can do, the quality of the work that you provide, you know, the materials that you might use as well, and the scale of stuff that you have, essentially showing, you know, if I'm going to be a client of yours, I want to see some of the work that you've done before. And it's supposed to be all very positive um, attributes to helping, you know, land that job without right. actually having to say anything. It's for people to freely look through. Yeah, and I, I liked what you said about, you know, status. And, you know, from a, a, a fashion perspective, the, the FOMO, fear of missing out, is kind of an idea about case studies uh, on, on your water projects, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, everyone wants the latest thing. Um, even if they don't have the money for it, they, they want it bad enough, they'll find it. <laughs> That is that is absolutely the truth. And, and and a point that you made that I thought was quite insightful was, you know, people buy luxury watches, luxury clothing, luxury cars, luxury, et cetera, because it makes them feel good. They want to look good in terms of other people's eyes. And you mentioned like it's not that, it, you know, it's I won't say it's it's not different than in the water industry, but there are similarities in the water industry that you mentioned, like people want the best. Right, people want to be seen as having the best. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, people buy outrageously expensive stuff that is actually quite useless to anything. Really, you might buy a twenty thousand dollar watch. What does that do? It tells you the time. You could buy one of those from the ten dollar store, but you don't want to spend ten thousand dollars on a water treatment plant for your home because. It's too expensive and you don't want good water and you don't care about your health. You know, there's a <laughs> things are the way they are priced for a reason, you know. <clears throat> so you gotta be careful as well to not, you know, deal with tire kickers, but you know, some people aren't willing to spend the money that they actually need to look after their own personal health. Um, so very it's a very real problem where, you know, you need to uh, <clears throat> actually understand and explain what this is actually doing and benefits. Um, you know, this treatment plant is far more appropriate for what you need than a $10,000 watch. Trust me. Yeah, right. <laughs> <This is> why. <laughs> it's all about perspective, right? I mean, it is. That, that's, and you said it, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, when you're talking about water, you're talking about health, right? Especially when you're talking about a residential system. Um, you know, for a personal, personal uh, residential system for someone's, make sure they have the best possible water for, for them and their family. Yeah. Um, is that, is that yeah. usually how you sell Zach? Is that the, is that the message that you're portraying is someone says, I'm not, I don't want to spend, I don't know, five grand on a residential water filter. Is your typical messaging like 
how how important is your health to you? Um, yeah, I guess so. There's there's different. Uh, I have different levels. I'm like an onion. You know, if if you're an easy sail, I only need to peel peel one layer back. But if if you're quite a hard person to sell to, you know, I've got multiple different layers to me. I can pull some cool stuff out to make you say, "All right, yes, okay, I understand where you're coming from." Here's my wallet. Um, but you know, the underlining thing, and the reason why I do this is because I'm like, for me, I absolutely <clears throat> love water. I find it to be quite a spiritual um energy filled substance that actually just blows me away um but also the health side to it as well there's so much you can do with it in any of its different states solid liquid gas um <clears throat> the largest thing for me when i sell something is what you said before the underlying health factors to everything um you know we can supply a a solution to you but are you willing to pay for it do you understand why this is you know priced the way that it is happy to go through it with you so you understand but this is the you know this is why you actually want the system because you want health benefits from it you want to be safe with the water that you're drinking and water is the most important thing apart from you know food um that you are inputting into your body you know if you're just drinking coca-cola juice whatever it is and not drinking water your body is going to <clears throat> you know reject and feel it uh the same with eating bad food so water is is incredibly important so you know <clears throat> i try to talk about that when it comes to a difficult situation but that's why they're wanting something to start with isn't it so well, it's, it's it's great, Zach, that uh, that you're so passionate about water. And I guess I got to say that of all the guests we've had, ever had, you're you're really water is literally in your blood, right? Yeah, from, from all the way back to your great grandfather. So yeah, and it comes across. I mean, that, that's that's what's great about it. it. Comes across that you have this passion. So so fantastic. You know, I love it. All right, Zach, we are, we are rapidly coming to a close, surprisingly. We try to keep these under 30 minutes, so we have one final question for you. Yeah. And this is the favorite question of our show, I must say. I think all of our guests probably either frightened or really enjoy it. So let's see what you have to say. So Jim and I have an airplane, and this one's got to have a big fuel tank to make it to New Zealand. But we're going to fly it there. And there's a big flag on the back of it, and you get a, like a sentence worth of words to fly in front of every water professional around the world. What do you want that banner to say? Uh, I'm better than you. <laughs> I'm better than you. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Um, I only say that because I get, uh, because of my age, you know, every water professional in New Zealand has at least 25 years on me. I'm the youngest water engineer and business owner in New Zealand and Australia. And that kind of restricts the conversation depth that we can have with other people. So I like to know. I like people to know that I actually know what I'm talking about and that I can actually do shit. Um, so that's why I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Nothing wrong with that. 
I wish, I wish every water professional had that level of confidence about our jobs and our industry. Cause that's what the world needs to hear. I mean, you hear about every tech person, right? They we're the greatest thing in the world. Everyone uses our apps. Everyone loves our stuff, right? What, name your other industry, but like none of us are talking about all the cool stuff we do and the great work we're doing. So I can appreciate yeah. that. Like sharing your achievements, sharing, you know, massive you know projects that you've landed, you know, the scale of work, you know, these really, uh, you know, you might have some projects that uh, have never been done before or, you know, the way that you can, like, for example, um, a colleague of mine has just invented a way to treat spa water naturally with no chemicals and that's never been done before. So sharing like that sort of stuff um, is, is not just an achievement for the person or the company for, but it's actually an achievement for the water industry as a whole. Um, so celebrating those things is actually really important. No, I mean, the confidence is great. And, and as Adam said, we, we need people, we need water professionals to feel like, hey, we're doing important work here, right? And so, um, you know, it's fine to have this app or that app, but water, water we talked about during it, water is health, right? Water is life. So um, we love it. We love it. Hey, Zach, thanks so much for taking the time to be with us. Um, you know, we, we really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me.